0: Welcome to the Daily Authors Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Gindel, and on today's amazing episode, I'm speaking with the talented Brandon Hawk, author of You, A Guide to Deeper Connection, A Lifestyle of Ease, and Massive Results. Brandon has dedicated the last 15 years of his life to helping people explore their You journey. A former professional athlete who played in the US Open at age 17 and Wimbledon at 20, Brandon learned firsthand that external success doesn't change your internal reality. Now, This discovery sent him on a journey of healing himself from the inside out and ultimately led to the creation of his coaching company. Now, CEOs, athletes, celebrities, and other visionary leaders pay him six figures to develop their capacity for a more fulfilling life. Now, Brandon also serves as a corporate trainer and speaker and lives in Austin, Texas with his wife and three kids. So if you're ready for a lifestyle ease and massive results, stay tuned for this episode of the Daily Authors Podcast with Brandon Hawk. Hey, by the way, if you're ready to write your book today, you can head on over to writeabookuniversity.com forward slash free and get a free four lesson video course that will help you on your journey to writing your book.
1: Welcome to the Daily Authors Podcast, a daily podcast all about books and the authors who gave them life. Each episode, your host interviews a new brilliant author as they reveal inside information about their incredible books
2: and inspiring lives.
1: Now, here's your host, Aaron Gendel.
2: Well, thank you so much, Brandon, for jumping on to the Daily Authors Podcast. It's awesome to have you on. And we're here to talk about your book, You, a guide to deeper connection, a lifestyle of ease, and massive results. Thanks again, Brandon, for jumping on the daily. Uh, yeah,
1: th- thank you so much for having me.
2: You're very welcome. Hey, before we jump into your book, if you could tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself and your work and what you're up to right now. You know,
1: I am an executive coach, and I work with uh, CEOs and their executive teams. Uh, also work with some celebrities and professional athletes. My expertise is with high, high achievers, people who've accomplished a lot externally. And I have a program and a process that they go through. And then, yeah, once they've gone through it, we implement this process within their companies and within their teams. And so, Yeah, I get to work with some really cool, amazing individuals that are looking to, yeah, just go to the next level on connectedness with themselves and, uh, yeah, really creating companies that are built from the inside out. And so it's a, I feel just super honored to get to do what, what I do with the people that I get to do it with.
2: Amazing, amazing. How, how did you get started in doing this? You know,
1: I was a professional athlete. I was a professional tennis player. And I also did a lot of speaking, kind of motivational speaking as a tennis player. And I retired from tennis at the age of 24. I'm now 40. And I went right into speaking and really I created a process of my own healing, right? My own process for myself to really heal from being this performer that performed for value, that performed for connection, that only knew how to get love and value and affirmation through my external efforts. And yeah, I really saw that I accomplished my goal. I had a goal of playing in Wimbledon, accomplished that goal at an early age. And it left me feeling really alone. It did not do what I thought it was going to do for me. And so I had to ask all the questions, why? And then come to find out most successful individuals have the same issue that I have and that the success is not doing what they thought it was going to do. It's actually making that they feel more disconnected and more alone. So I wanted to remedy that problem within myself and it turned out to be, you know, just a a niche that these high achievers and I believe the world deals with, right? That the Uh external doesn't fix the internal. And so I created a training and a process for it and I get to administer it all over the world.
2: Wow, amazing journey.
1: I even wrote a book about it. (laughs) Awesome.
2: That's a good segue into your book then. Uh, Perhaps you can tell the listeners a little bit more about it. Just give us that 30,000 foot view about you and what inspired you to write it.
1: You know, it's really the last 15 years of work, right? Kind of boiled down into 140 pages. I don't know how many pages, 179 pages. And it's really stories from my clients, stories about myself and my own journey. And it is my three kind of, my three-tiered process. The book is broken up into three tiers, down, down, up, that I take my clients through. And we go down through the first layer, which is our identification with form. You know, for me, it was, I was identified as professional tennis player. And that was my identity. But that identity was keeping me from connection. So we break down through that first first down, and then there's the second down. Once you get past uh, your identification with form, it's all the emotional pain. So the second down is the emotional pain, and we talk a lot in this book about the power of our emotional pain and how it can be used for greater levels of clarity and connection. And uh, so the second down is through all the emotional pain and all the aloneness and the rejection, and then the, the third, the up, is through who we really are. And I created a book around that. Uh, Yeah. Just all the different kind of nooks and crannies of down, down and then up. And Uh yeah, so it's really really this guide to deep, deep connection with yourself and how deep connection can really create a lifestyle of freedom and massive results.
2: Uh, That's great. Are there any practical steps, you might be able to give the listeners maybe diving deeper into one of those three areas
1: that, you know, I think the first thing with all high achievers and people in the West starting to give within capacity and starting to understand that overgiving is not really giving. And we kind of protect ourselves through overgiving, overperforming, overdoing, staying busy. It's really discreating what we really want and that your overgiving over giving is actually hurting you and it's leaving you depleted. And so I call it giving within capacity, giving within capacity to yourself, to your children, to your coworkers protects connection and it increases your value. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. How many, I mean, I'm sure a lot of us can relate out there, right. To over giving, like Definitely. doing so much and giving and giving and you feel empty.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not feeling sometimes like you can say no or
1: that's exact. And, and so we get to the root of why you can't say no, why you're afraid to disappoint someone else. And starting to get to the root of those things is where freedom emerges.
2: Amazing. I love it. If the listeners or the reader who would pick up your book could take one thing away from your book, what would that be?
1: Okay. I, I think that Just they can really create a life of exponential results by being very connected to themselves and that they don't have to lose themselves for success. And the two can go hand in hand, and it's actually the new game. Success without connection or success without fulfillment is not success at all anymore. We're beyond that as a society. I believe that true success now is someone who can do it in a way that doesn't leave them out, that doesn't bypass themselves to create it. Because if you bypass yourself to create success, it means that you're probably bypassing the ones that you love as well.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, that's uh, that's some wise words there. I <laughs> appreciate you sharing them. What about it? your influences, Brandon? You obviously had a lot of success in sports and now – as this high, this coach that, you know, is able to coach high achievers, who's influenced you the most to be who you are today?
1: Oh, you know, I've had quite a few influences. Since I've been a little boy, I've been a person that just really loves to receive from all different like streams of life, right? As a little boy, I love to read biographies of great people and or people that have accomplished a lot. And then there were some Christian influences, of guys like Bill Johnson, even, you know, Billy Graham. And I loved the crusades that he would put on, right? I love the bigness of what he created. Maybe not fully agree with all the dogma, but I I love the bigness of the selling out stadiums and people really connecting to something beyond, right? Or something deep within themselves. And to, you know, at a practical, I mean, uh, Wayne Dyer to Deepak Chopra to Eckhart to, uh, you know, I lived in Encinitas, California for, for seven years, and that is the home of Yogananda, right? And if talk about a great book, the autobiography of a yogi. So I've really taken from a lot of different streams and people from all different walks of life. I think I would place that's one of my strengths is being open to all different walks of life and all different types of people, no matter what creed they ascribe to.
2: That's great. it that sounds like you've been just on a journey of self-development for a while here. That's really shaped you in your life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I do this. I, I feel so lucky that I get to coach people. But really, I'm, I'm just getting paid to heal myself, right? Because these individuals are really mirrors of me. And I get to see myself in them and also partner in my own healing while I'm partnering with their healing.
2: Wow. Well, Brandon, could you talk to us a little bit about an event in your life that maybe you would consider a failure, something that maybe you learned from it and that you could share with the listeners? You know, really, it
1: is I get this question asked a lot right about failures yeah. in podcasts that I do and different speaking engagements or Q and A's and I'm a real believer in there's really no such thing as a failure. They're all opportunities for learning and it's just the ballerina is the one who she's constantly failing to get into right position and that, you know, how, to, how we got to the moon was just a bunch of course corrections all the way to the top. And yeah. I really do believe that. And so I've had many course corrections, <laughs> but they've all kept me going in an upward trajectory. And one of those course corrections, I would say, is I really learned. I had this college ministry that I did that 500 college students came to hear me speak every week. And I couldn't handle the tension that it was bringing up within the community because obviously a lot of people were losing, a lot of churches were losing their students to my service. So out of not being able to handle the emotional tension of success and even projection of other people's pain, I ended up including and making the table round and ended up kind of bastardizing my own movement because i couldn't handle the pain projection of others wow. i couldn't handle the emotional tension of my success and so i really learned that it was easy for me to to create quote unquote unity that wasn't really unity it was easy to overgive to others because i didn't want to deal with the emotional tension that came up in my body that success created and so that has been a big learning lesson for me that when I'm not willing to feel my feelings, especially the feelings around that success brings up, I will give away something that wasn't meant to give, be given away. I'll give away my bread and it will end up tainting whatever I'm doing and it doesn't create sustainability for the long run for the movement. And so, yeah, that was a big one for sure. I've had many others.
2: thank you for sharing that. Brandon, do you have a favorite quote? And if so, uh, what do you like about it? You know, obviously
1: love the quote of Gandhi, become the change that you want to see in the world. I like to rephrase that, become the emotional state you want to see in the world. So if you want to see peace, become the emotional state of peace within yourself. Cultivate that emotional state to where that is your norm and that is your familiar. And how we feel is what we reproduce. So I'm a big believer in become the emotional state that you want to create on the planet.
2: Awesome. Love the quote. Let's talk real quick about the book writing process and how that was for you. Just like to give the listeners some tips and tricks. And for those considering writing a book, is there anything that you wish you would have known before you started writing that you know now?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, partner with a structure that, that lent itself to my genius and my genius is definitely not getting on the computer and creating a linear process for all of my perspective. Mm-hmm. My gift is perspective, but getting it in a linear process that makes sense. I needed help with that and I wish I would have pursued that help sooner.
2: Got it. How did you eventually pursue that help? I hired a team that
1: creates structure for potential authors. They laid it out. They laid it out for me and we did it. And it was really, you know, it was actually really easy. Awesome. I got to create the book through my zone of genius.
2: That's great. Any other resources that helped you along the way to writing your book? I think just
1: other authors in my life, their advice, people who had already done it. You know, I had some friends, Hal Elrod is a close friend, you know, The Miracle Morning. My friend J.P. Sears, also a client, had just written a book. And so, yeah, just connecting with those guys and their process was very helpful.
2: That's great. What about writer's block? Did you experience that while you were writing? And if so, what did you do to help overcome it? You know,
1: I experienced a lot of blocks before trying to put it together. But during the process, having a team that helped laid out the structure and helped really create a, an outline for my message, it really eliminated the blocks. My blocks were really in trying to figure out the structure component to it.
2: Got it. That's great. What about the best part of writing a book for you now that it's out there? What would you have to say the best part has been for you?
1: Oh, just seeing this beautiful book and this encapsulation of like my last 15 years and it all put into uh, something readable. That was been so beautiful just to see it come together. Yeah. And it's so rewarding to get you know, DMS from someone in Adelaide, Australia saying, Hey, you know, they'll send me a picture of all the parts that they've highlighted in the book (laughs) and, and they'll, and they'll give me like how it helped them. And, you know, I just, just feel so cool, man. It feels so, so cool to know that the book is going all over the world and that it's really helping people in their, in their daily life. That feels very good. Very rewarding.
2: Amazing. Well, Brandon, we're wrapping up here. A couple more questions. I like One I like to end with is if you could step into my shoes, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't?
1: That's a good one. I would ask myself probably like just what is success to me? And I believe success is someone who is deeply connected to who they are rather than who they're supposed to become. And letting go of who you're supposed to become for just who you really are and being okay with that and letting the chips fall where they may. And I think that in this day and age, someone that's willing to let go of who they're supposed to become for who they really are and truly align their life to it. That's a success.
2: I love that's deep. Let's uh, wrap it up here. Thank you so much again, Brandon for jumping on the show and congrats on the book. I just wanted to ask what you're up to next and where can the listeners connect with you online?
1: You know, I have a coaching program for coaches that I teach them how, you know, just my process of how to become a high end coach. I'm really passionate about this. Something that I paid $120,000 for. They're getting to experience for far, far less. Yeah, And, Getting all the information, all the knowledge of how to really be a effective high end coach—that's not just a hobby coach, but to create a coaching practice that provides really well for themselves and for their family. That's what it's called. You coach, and you can go to youcoach.org. Uh, the program starts October seventh. We have people partnering with us from all over the world, so I'm really excited about that, wow. and uh, obviously excited about the book, my book, and continue to germinate all over the planet
2: yeah well congrats again on it I'm gonna have to pick it up and read myself you've inspired me to <laughs> get in touch with all these secrets you've got so
1: yeah well let me know what you think and then yeah I'd love to hear your insight
2: yeah for sure uh well thanks again Brandon and it's been an absolute pleasure thank you
1: Thanks for listening to the Daily Authors Podcast. Be sure to visit dailyauthors.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content.